Be'ezus Hashem Yisbarech. We'll continue what we are learning in the Holy Letters of the Balatanya, letter number 12. But the Shir is in Luschus Rufur Shalema for Hinda, Bastabarachal. What we are learning, letter number 12, that the act of charity brings peace in the world. And the inner dimension, the obsessive nature of compassion brings in a clarity and a silent, everlasting tranquility. And we are going deep into The revelation over here of the Balatanya about the difference between the act and obsession that there is in kindness and compassion and what it generates in the world. You could say cause and effect or we can actually say generation. It's generation ability to generate something, to be mamshech, to disclose, to be megala, to bring into this world a certain type of revelation. This is an enormous revolution from the Balatanya, in which a person in Golos, in exile, does not realize his ability as a partner with the creator of the world. Whoever says, on Shabbos, by Yechulu, he becomes a partner with God and the creation of the world. So a person is not a is not a weir of his creative abilities. He's not a weir of what true creation is. To be involved in the miracle of creation. which is the highest form of life, the highest form of satisfaction that a person could achieve. Where a person struggles their whole life to understand what will give me fulfillment. Why am I not settled? Why do I have anxiety? Why is there fragmentation? Why am I running from one pleasure to the other pleasure? A person wants clarity, intellectual clarity. A person wants emotional clarity. A person wants peace, both inward and outward. He wants his children to get along, and if they don't get along, he wants to be non-reactive. 
He wants to get along with his spouse. And if his spouse is triggering him, he wants to be non-reactive. And a person is usually so involved in the darkness, whatever that darkness is, that he's too weak to rise above it. He's too weak to step out of it and see it. You never answer a person when they're upset. When a person is in their situation, in their depression, in their anxiety, it's very hard for them to see the light. To see the light at the end of the tunnel is a very hard thing. To see the weakness of your personality, to see the trap, the shechinta begalusa, to see how you're deeply trapped by your narcissism, by your depression, by blaming the safety of being a victim. Or to be responsible for everything around you. To be able to be non-reactive, to be able to be highly awake, vigilant. To see the different modes of life that there are in this world. One mode where you're deeply trapped in your ego, deeply trapped in your personality, deeply trapped in your fragmentation. Your selfishness, looking to fulfill your selfish needs. Or you're just wandering around aimlessly, morning till night, not knowing what you're doing in this world. The Holy Balatanya explains over here, That this is the natural setting of this world. The world is a place where there is no peace. Everything is measure for measure. Everything is limited in nature. Everything will live out its life, meaning to say whatever energy it's been given, the energy gets weaker over time. Whenever something's born, it starts to decay. And everything was given a limited amount of energy from God. It will grow, it will peak, and it will decay. But a, but a Jewish person, deep in the core of their soul, they have an energy that's beyond time. And what energy is that? Explains the Holy Balatanya something enormous. 
When you look at man, you have to realize that man is made up of a body, a whole entire body. Your face is your intellect primarily. Your heart is your emotions, your feelings, and your torso is how you're going to bring that intelligence and the feelings to the world. So you have primarily intelligence, emotions, and how you're going to share that with everybody. That is the whole entire you. If you want to sum up a person, we're not thinking about this, but we are our intelligence, our emotions, and then our whole body, our torso, our feet represent bringing that to the world. Because if I was a vegetable, I would be rooted in the ground. And if I would be an animal, I would be precisely preoccupied with conquering you. But I'm human. Meaning to say my legs, my torso, I stand upright, not on four. Meaning to say to stand upright means that I'm here for you. Not to conquer you. It's the primary difference between a human and an animal. An animal is instinct, basic instinct, animalistic instinct, to conquer, to feed, to procreate. That's it. Intelligence means to be the ability to go beyond animal. So the lowest part of a human, which is their feet, the lowest part of a human which is the lower half of their body, the animal part of their body, is also for its humanness. It's also to give to another, to be able to meet with another. So in fact, my intelligence and my emotions, my wisdom, my thinking, my communication ability is all for another person. My emotions is all for another person. Maybe it's for me, but it's for another person. Without having another person in my life, I'm alone. So says the Holy Balatanya in this letter, something unbelievable, which is, that deep inside, these 10 energies, when you look at your man, when you look at yourself in the mirror, whether you're a man or a woman, deep inside these 10 energies, you possess in infinity. You possess an energy that's far beyond anything you're imagining, far beyond anything you comprehend. The only thing stopping you is you. Your intelligence is stopping you. Your emotions are stopping you. Your personality is stopping you. Because you are undefined. Whatever you believe, you can, you can. And whatever you believe, you can't, you can't. Because the core of who you are is Adam Elion. Meaning to say, there's Tselem, Tselem, Tselemenu, Kudmuseinu. You were made in God's image and form. Form is your body which is the ten energies. Image is the spirit of the ten energies. But beyond that spirit, do you think God is limited to ten energies? He decided to interact with the world with ten energies. 
Do you see 10 energies in a child that's born? You don't see it. You see a child and you'll get the gift of life. Because what you see in a child is what you possess core inside you, deep inside you, which is your infinity, way beyond your 10 energies. There is an infinite potential deep inside you. It's known as Rusa Daliba. It's known as the Chelek Al-Namamish. It's known as the Radla, Reshadullah Yasiada. The part, the part of you that's beyond comprehension. It's the part of you that you can never comprehend. <laughs> when we say that God has no image, if we were creating God's no, if we were created in God's image, that means deep inside us we have no image. When we say Musainu, we say similar. Why do we say that word similar? Because even our ten energies are only a mirror of the divine. And even that light, the soul of the ten energies. Right? Selim is the body. Selim is my organ. Dumus is my intelligence that will fill that organ. But even that intelligence, do you think that's limited? There is an infinite potential in that intelligence. As smart as you think you are. Or as dumb as you think you are, there's an infinite energy beyond that intelligence. That's the core of who you are. And in that space, you can be the smartest person in the world. You think you're a miser? Core of your heart, you possess an energy at Musainu that's similar to the divine, which means that there's no image. There's no, when we say Adam al-Alien, similar means to say, that it's far beyond what it looks like. Understand the essence of similarity. When we say Tzalmenu means body. When we say Musenu means, when we say the image of God, the form and the image. Image, what's an image? An image is whatever you want it to be. The image of God is beyond, there's no image. It's whatever you decide. So deep in the core, there's something infinite. So we have our body, which is limited. Body, my heart is limited. And the love in my heart also seems limited. But beyond the love, what gives life to that love? The life of that love is an infinite energy that's beyond description, beyond comprehension. It says the Holy Balatanya, how can you bring that light on yourself? How could you unleash the core of your heart? What's the secret recipe? What's the hack for that? So says the Holy Balatanya in this letter that God is interacting with this world all the time with 10 energies. On the right side of God, so to speak. Meaning to say something that you do not see. Because the right, remember we discussed, the right is hidden. The right is your wisdom. When you wake up in the morning, it's the moment of your day. What your day is going to look like. It's beyond time and it's beyond even comprehension wisdom is that blink of a moment so god relates to this world as his wisdom we don't see god's wisdom every day but then there's the bina energy the bina energy is when we are going to contemplate when we're going to do what we're doing now in the sheer when we learn the torah we extrapolate the wisdom of god's torah we engage in the Bina energy. We connect the Bina with his Chachmah. God had a concept, what he wants with this world. And when we engage in the Bina, 
then we actually unite God's wisdom with his understanding. We become his understanding. So the goal always is to bring deeper in energies. The left side is always amplifying the right side. And in that space, in that space from our perception, we, the Jewish people, all are like the left side, like the woman of God. We need to say we're going to amplify God's energies. But what is the goal? The goal is to wake up an energy by God that's beyond time. That means when we engage in compassion, when there's strong intimacy between husband and wife, or there's even strong friendship, what happens when there's strong friendship between two friends? What happens when you make a massive change in someone's life? There's a tremendous overwhelming happiness. What happens when you're giving, when you're having a wedding of your only son that you waited so many years to give birth to? Do you eat at that wedding? Is the pleasure of food important to you? Because there is such an enormous unleashing of an energy that's beyond time, a joyous, peaceful tranquility that's unleashed on your soul by this experience. Explains the Holy Balatanya when you obsess on compassion. You change the whole entire face of the consciousness. When you, in your own private life, make compassion your obsession, then God relates to the world not anymore with Salmenu, meaning to say just giving you everything the way it's supposed to be, measure for measure. Means body, your, your intelligence, God's intelligence. Not even Dubusedu, it's not even God filling up all the vessels, which means in your life, he's relating to you, he's relating to this world, just like you're relating to the world. You don't realize it. But your energies are mirroring his energies. There's the glimmer. It's a mirror. If you're deeply invested in your animal, it's just a mirror of a mirror. It's a glimmer of light. If you're deeply selfish, if you're deeply into pleasure, being reactive, trapped in receiving all the time, then you're a glimmer of life. If you're in the space of giving, then you're not. You're in real life. You're in partner with divine. You're partner in creation. But if you obsess on compassion, which is the essence of every energy, from one energy to give to the other energy, Chachma is giving to Bina, then it becomes Das. Chesed is giving to Gura. You're giving to the poor man, which means Rachami. But what does it mean if you're obsessed on it? If you're obsessed with compassion, meaning to see your whole mission is, where can I give? Where can I teach? Where can I give intelligence? Where can I give a smile to someone? Where can I be in a space where I'm partnering with the creator? Which I'm looking for the void all around me so I can fill it. What does that unleash? That unleashes the faucet. That means you're turned on. You are turned on. You become a vehicle for God's compassion in this world. 
And you know what happens when you become that vehicle? When you stop being selfish, what can I hold? What can I contain? Your heart is limited. But when you open up the faucet, when your morning and night, when your day is filled with what can I give to the world? Then a core and affinity takes you over. Then Salmenu becomes Musenu and Musenu becomes infinite. The body becomes the soul that's filling the body, which is the intelligence and emotions. But the intelligence and the emotions are undefinable. They release and unleash an infinity of God that's miraculous. Do you know what Shabbos is? Do you know what Yom Tov is? Do you know what miracles are? Meaning to say, where am I going to get this money? Where am I going to get this thing? You can't even imagine the future that you change in your life. You, everybody hopes for a peace and for a harmony. But when you release the core of your soul to be in a space of giving all the time, then all of your energies are full with light. Do you understand? A person who's going through darkness says, I need wisdom, I need clarity. I come to my therapist, I need you to give me clarity, show me. A person who's working says, I need money, praise to God, give me money. Person who has relationship issues, he asks God, please make my relationship better. Meaning to say, he wants his organs to be filled with light and he wants them all to be peaceful, both peace within and peace without. Says the Holy Balatanya, asking for this stuff is wonderful. But if you engage in it, if you obsess in it, you will generate the light from Chachma to Bina to Das, to Chesed, to Gvura, to Tferes, to Netzach, Hoi, Yisoy, Malchus. You will generate light in every organ. You will generate a, a light that's beyond even the organ's capacity. So instantly you'll have clarity, you'll have intelligence, you'll have money, you'll have peace, you'll have harmony, you'll have tranquility, you'll get along. Things that are supposed to happen to you naturally will be eliminated, like he says in letter number 21. All the things, your whole destiny, your whole future will be an everlasting, never-ending silence. Because you will have unleashed the core of the infinity of God, which is beyond image, which is beyond form, which is the purpose of this world, the creative ability of God to tap into an energy that's far beyond time, that's far beyond nature. And to contain that with nature, that is the messianic era. And he says it will come to you. It will come to you physically in this world when you pray or other times when you're talking to the creator of the world or it may even come to you in other times in your life when you need it. And every day you have the ability to obsess anew, to make it your obsession, brand new, to create your own destiny, to write your own future, to unleash your own clarity, not by going to school, not by getting a PhD, but by becoming obsessed with compassion no matter what you're doing. Because in that space, there'll be tranquility and peace in whatever you do. Because you will unleash the core you. How do I get in touch with who I am really meant to be? How do I get in touch with the real me? That's what he says in this letter. If you engage in obsessive compassion, where can I fill the void all the time? Not to get triggered, not to get reactive to make a switch in my consciousness that obsessive compassion is what I want to do. I want to be partners with the creator of the world. I want to unleash an energy 
that's far beyond time. That every void, every emptiness is a vacuum for that energy because I understand the secret of the spheroids, the secret of the seven energies, the secret of my organs is that the organs must be filled, not asleep, not just pumping blood, but they have to be activated. My heart has to have love. My, my left side of my heart has to have feeling. My core of my heart has to unite everything together. My brain has to have intelligence and the deepest form of intelligence possible. And how will I ever have that? Says the Holy Balatanya, you'll have that if you give it. Whatever you give, you get. If you give obsessively, God will give you obsessively. It's generational. Generational. Not it's in generations. Generational means you can generate it. Turn on the faucet. It'll be never ending and everlasting. But it's up to you. You must push yourself. You must go beyond trying to just have a little intelligence for yourself. You must go beyond trying to contain a little money for yourself. You have to change the perception of your bank account. You have to change the perception of your heart. It's not about getting, it's about giving. And when you give, you unleash something unimaginable, undefinable. And what comes first, the chicken or the egg? You must first engage in the obsession. Then you can touch compassion. You must realize that the reward is far greater than what you're going to do. But you can't imagine what the reward is unless you engage in it. Nobody can tell you about it because you must experience it. And to experience it means to do it. This is why we are discussing this so many times because for so many people, this remains an entertainment. But if you touch it one time in your life, if you're obsessed one time in your life, and like he says in this letter, Ace Matsoi, there will be a time when you will feel this take you over and you will understand the gift of the Balatanya, what he gave with this letter to the world. You will understand what it means to touch the messianic era before the messianic era, like he says in this letter. To live with the messianic era in your consciousness now. To be a beacon of light for the world. To change people's futures. To change your own future. To live in a tranquil place. To unleash an energy that's so powerful that you will be non-reactive. This is the most magical thing in the world. But it's only through obsessive compassion. It's only through realizing that your organs will be something far beyond you can imagine. Your only, your image is that there's no image at all. What you can achieve is entirely up to you. There's no limit. Because what you can generate from the core of your soul is infinite. It's never ending and it's everlasting. And it's peaceful and tranquil. And in that space, there's no fragmentation. Your trauma is gone. It's obliterated. Your past doesn't exist in the face of being fully alive now. You're not trapped by anything. But for that, you must obsess in compassion. You must make it your life's mission. You have to redefine what you want out of life. It won't happen overnight, but it's a change. No matter what you're doing in life, you can make the decision to be compassionate, to obsess in compassion. To experience that is the greatest gift in the world because in that you, bar- you partner with the creator of the world. And then when it comes Shabbos, you become a partner with the divine. You're able to feel Shabbos in an entirely different way because whatever you invest in that's obsessive with compassion, that lives on, that lives far beyond you, your children outlive you. The kindness that you do outlives you. And the, ready, the petty things that you do they all disintegrate in the presence. 
So in the face of an infinite compassion, in the face of being a partner with the, the divine, in that, in seeing that enormity, seeing the enormity of being present, seeing the enormity of experience Shabbos during the week, seeing the enormity of experience something that's infinite now, to be able to bring Shabbos into the week now, to be able to understand the creative purpose of this world. That is the most magical thing in the world. And for that, you need an obsessive compassion because then you unleash an energy that's beyond the ten spheroids, that's beyond the way Hashem relates to the world. And in that space, there's a never-ending, everlasting tranquility. And your mind and your heart are at peace. And you're at peace with the world. You're at peace and in tranquility with everybody around you. And there's an infinite clarity that comes to you. And to partner with God in that during exile, when the whole world is asleep, is the most gratifying, satisfactory thing in the world.